0: I knew that I was a guide yes. for this. I knew that I was here and I was absolutely the odd person out. Yeah. And I got used to being the odd person out. And I got used to all of all of that. So walking in these shoes
1: for this many years,
0: it's been definitely lonely. But as I meet more and more people, especially as I knew people like you, uh, who are thriving because, yeah, I survived that for a long time.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to Thrive with Sharon Land, the podcast. And as always, I am so excited about this new podcast and the fact that I am able to connect with such incredible human beings all over the world. And today is no exception. And actually there's been such a buildup to this conversation because, uh, Phoenix Rising and I have really connected and have been connected for at least a year and a half, if not, maybe more, I I can't, I can't remember exactly when. But for the past year, we've been really making the intention to try and get together and have a conversation. And today is the day. Today is the day. So I am so excited to bring this absolutely beautiful being to you all. And to have this conversation. I know that we have really not a lot of planning and preparation for the conversation, other than the fact that we know that there are so many different things that we are here to speak about. And uh, so Phoenix Rising is is, is the founder of shamanic beauty. And she is a shamanic practitioner. And she's also a spiritualist and a spiritual teacher. So, um, What I read in all of that is that she's here to be a guide, a way-shower, and someone who has gone through her life and allowed herself to go through the experience of unlearning and really getting to understand the true essence of our existence and our beingness. Phoenix, I am so excited to have you here. I want to welcome you and uh, get right into our conversation that has all to do with what you are here for right now, and what you really have seen yourself evolving into as time has passed. So welcome. Mm. Thank
0: you. So much. I'm like ready for the fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I hope you feel the love. I just I I do. I do. I do. It's so true. We have been trying to connect and do something for quite a long time. I I know. uh, First of all, yeah, thank you so much for having me on your platform. And I love the name of your platform. Before we came on, we were, you know, discussing the name and thrive to me sounds So perfect, because that is exactly why we're here to thrive. And so it encompasses everything and all things. So thank you for having me in your thriving family, in your camp and and bringing me here. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, I think the first time I saw you on social, there was just a clicking. There's things that you said that were just so clear. Because there is a lot and it's a tribute to thrive where you are, because I could see that you were thriving and you didn't really even have to say that much on your posts, just your presence of who you are. There is the essence of thrive behind it, of being authentically living and going beyond what is just, you know, here just what we see. and coming to that place is not that easy for, for many of us in, in our lives because, you know, we get stuck out there with, with all the experiences and the traumas, the pains and the disappointments. And, you know, you've been told to do a certain thing in your life. And of course, you were told by your parents. So it might sound kind of, kind of important, you know, for survival. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you go down a path that's not yours. And then what happens is you don't thrive. You know, you're, you're dead in the water. You don't even know you're not thriving. You think you are. You think you're going on and doing all these great things and going to school and studying because your father did that. and He's bringing you into his business. And of course, you're honored to go into it because it's the lineage and it's the family and it's part of your DNA. And it's part of, you know, who you, who brought you here you know on the ship. But you're great, 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 great friend. We have to do it too. Yeah. Yes. And and many times, but your soul is trying to reach out beyond those bounds and mm-hmm. that, that's that becomes an issue for much of us when we get stuck you know pieces get stuck parts of our our heart which is our soul get stuck And gosh i really wanted to do this though i i wanted to be an entertainer i, I didn't want to go to work in the law firm with the thing and and so you're not thriving so i love the you know the premise all around and then when i saw you i saw that you were authentically thriving so Thank you for for being the mirror for me on that, uh, you know. Because in my life, there's there's been the big big journeys on how how do you thrive, how do how do I get to where it's me, and not yeah. what they said.
2: Yes. You know? Oh my gosh. And so the thing that I think is so fascinating with all of this is that while these are all very personal experiences that we've had, my experience was very much you know mine and yours was yours yet it's like others right like like so many others and um what i'm hearing and what you're saying is like there is this common thread which is this knowing this inner knowing right, of there is something bigger and greater than what we've been taught, or what we've been shown. It's like, you know, we take this newbie in person thing, being whatever, and we're like, this is what life is. And we show them pictures of, you know, um, I don't know, tall buildings in Manhattan, and, you know, um, whatever it might be, and then this is it. These three things, right. And yet, the person whose eyes saw those things have this internal knowing like I know that there's more because I've had a vision of that, I've felt it, um, I've dreamt of it or whatever it might be, or I just have this feeling in my gut um, and so that's what takes us to Um, being able to thrive. And so like we were talking about before, I wanted to loop this into what we were what we were sharing, which I think is going to be very important for all of us, which is just like you, meaning you and everyone else who is who is listening. um, We have come to an impasse at many different parts of our lives,
1: Mm.
2: where we have realized that the things that we were taught were more a perpetuation of things that were keeping us away from our aligned destiny right and when that happens then we're no we're not thriving it means we're surviving because when yeah. we're surviving we're, we're, yeah. we're being kept in in we're being kept and contained in something that we have to survive through yeah. instead of you know really be in our full expression so For me, like thriving, and I know it's used so much now, the term is used so much now, but for me, thriving is really just being able to be free, be able to be free of that activation, be free of all of the ways that our physical body reacts and all that. And, um, and, and also that we can be in our fullest expression and you, my beautiful sister, (laughs) are the glowing example of that.
0: Well, I, you know, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We, we, we love, we love, we love adorning one another. We, we, have, we have a thing. We have a thing. Me and she. We have a thing. We do. We have a thing. <laughs> we do. You know, because when you're thriving, one of the most wonderful things is, is when you see other people thriving. It's just like it reminds you of like, yes, I'm on the right path. You know, you're. You know, it, it me. You know, sometimes you know at those theme parks when you went through the the roller coaster, which that's not me. You're not seeing me on that thing. But the people who got off the roller coaster and you get the T-shirt, like I survived, you know, death, heaven, or whatever, you know, whatever the name of the roller coaster. Yes, yes. But, you, but it never said I thrived, because, because you know what? Because the the implication of that one, just like you're saying, the word. And as we're we're trying to step in, we're becoming those shoes and thriving and wanting to to always thrive and not survive. Is surviving gives you the notion that you've escaped death, you know that you're like ah, and you're like you, you've outsmarted something and and but you're making your way along, you know. But thriving is where you're in your fullness and you're you're able to see beyond, and so. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you could ever overuse this Thrive because I, I don't feel it overused. So yeah, I think it's so good. I, uh, it, it, something that you said before I wanted to come to, come back to, the little inklings of the memories that are outside the box. Mm. To me, in my work as a past life regressionist and doing the shamanic work, taking people on the shamanic journeys without plant medicines, but actually just through the, I'm going to call it the first eye. I like to call it the first eye because it's the first eye to develop, even though we'll call it the third eye for for usage, Mm -hmm. but these are two and three. This is actually one, the one that sits in the middle of the brain and Mm -hmm. the releasing of that hormone And the DMT that allows you to look outside the box and also you can come to it through um, plant medicine. Absolutely. But that thing is what we have shrouded or covered ourselves with, of course, coming into this life, because if we came into the life and knew everything that was outside the box, then we'd be. Yes, I got it, it's not a problem. Like We we wouldn't go through the, the hard things. We wouldn't take things as so heartbreaking and heart wrenching and these climbing up these mountains to get to the other side and we go through these. Extreme abandonment issues. We actually need to not see outside the box you know, if you will, for quite a while until we're ready to see outside the box. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the process of getting ready to see outside the box, which is all the work that we do. Because if you knew the answers too soon to things, it would change all of the steps that it took to get to be strong enough to see what's outside the box. Because a lot of times what's outside is a lot. it's it's a lot to see it's a lot to know to come into the truth of who we actually are and what's because it's so magical it's so big you can't there's no words for who we are and how we are actually how we've gotten here um, from another dimension that can't even be explained and and how we are however once you release that that's the that's the gateway. You know, it's the the special lock that the unlocking into the gateway to have the answers to everything. And you know, I mean, this is it's a beautiful thing. It's part of our our, our human journey to get to that level so that we are able to do it mm-hmm. and have it feed our lives instead of you know ruining the outcome, if you will. Because I I I do believe that. Many times, when we give ourselves up to the seers, the card readers, the astrologist, although all of it incredible, mm-hmm. know that it's still coming through their vessel, which is the vessel of all of their experiences, but it's not ours, it's not yours, you know? So, when you gain the ability to see, your soul knows that you're ready to see it. And many times when we go to places to go, give me the answers. I got to know what it is. What am I going through? Just read it, throw it out. What, it is, what is it? Many times you're not ready to see what that is as well. It's coming from somebody else and not you.
2: Right, right. So think, right. Oh, my know,
0: gosh, So I think the most important work that we do. In, and for me, in the shamanic beauty, uh, leading us back to what is shamanic beauty? It's being your own guru,
1: your own doctor, your own
0: visionary of your own soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to do it. That's the big work. You have to do it. Nobody else can do it for you. Not to say we can't go out and, and have you know, help uh, from others who have walked in the same shoes, if you can do that before, because you know, no one can walk in your shoes, no matter how that, that phrase is, is a, a misnomer, you know, to walk in somebody else's shoes. You can't possibly do it because you're still that somebody else walking in somebody else's shoes. Yes. You no, know, yes. it's 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 empathy and and sympathy, you know, the sympathy you feel for somebody. The empathy is you try to become that. And you can only do that so much. Much. Which then again weaves back around to giving yourself up to the knowledge that somebody else is telling you about you and your life. And yeah. you know, telling the future, so to speak. Because they really can't, so it's 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 good. It's it's wise to be able to use those, just you know, where they need to be. But always, you doing the workout. You do you. Nobody can work out for us. You can't. Yeah. Say, could you go to the gym for me? Yeah. <laughs> Did you like get on that uh, bench press and get that? T- <laughs> no. Yeah. I can't. Like yeah. you have to do. I can. I can be with you to help train you and show you the different ways in which you might be able to do that exercise better but i can't do it for you
2: yeah so, you know yeah yes yeah um so it's it's really the true essence of being a shaman right mm-hmm. and i have been blessed with being able to work with shamans in my life and that has really helped to curate the way that i hold spaces for other individuals because um When you were saying that, of course, I'm relating it to myself, right? And so one of the most beautiful things I know about shamanism is that it is really just about like creating and allowing someone to greet themselves in all aspects of who they are, how they are, as they are, and that the shaman is not even there to take away the pain of that experience as well. Which mm-hmm. if we, if we look at a lot of other practitioners that you might have mentioned before, all these different types, where we can have this tendency to, because of because of our own programming and because of a, where we are in our own unlearning, right, and unbecoming, yeah. that we have a tendency to not want other people to feel pain because we yeah. don't want to feel pain, right, and um, especially
0: as women, right. Yes. Yes, especially Especially as women,
2: especially women or the, or someone who identifies as femme or of the feminine or a greater aspect of the feminine energy. Right. And so, um, and so me, for me, one of, one of the gifts that I knew of that I experience and have always been experiencing throughout my entire life was the, the is is the psychic gets right of being able to see to mm. feel taste um, to have that inner vision and the extra ex- external vision as well of some of the infinite infinite in the quantum right and so that's a whole story as far as like the trauma that I experienced because of that.
1: Mm, you know, okay. and
2: having that be who I was from a very young age, however, now owning it and and just having that be part of who I am um and how I help people, I'm very clear about it me not telling anyone anything that they feel like they need to know so am i going to be with this person ultimately because i just have to know this right Right. Right. or uh, you know um what is the outcome going to be basically um and so what you're what you're speaking of is like that bypassing which we Mm -hmm. know in especially you know this greater than I do but like through my experience and I've experienced this myself and I'm sure like many others they have gone through this experience as well and can uh, appreciate the difference of walking through those aspects and learning and growing so much and knowing their soul so much more than if they were to be feeling these pains and then on a Saturday afternoon, go to a psychic and have the psychic lay out all the cards for them and tell them what their next month, year, five years, how many kids they are going to have, you know, so on and so forth, um, because then it 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 can potentially take away the, the, ex, the actual experience. Yeah,
0: I, I think point. the potential word, I, I think it might be. How about it? It absolutely takes that away. Um, absolutely takes But I love what you said. Um, yeah, thank you for that. It, you know, if you look at it, also, I, I have the very scientific masculine side of me, which I love as well as the feminine, I'm a Libra. So I have very, I, I, I pull from both all the time And my masculine side says scientifically, things change on a daily basis so even if somebody tells you that next week this is going to happen you have a whole entire week to change the outcome of what that's going to be mm-hmm. like you, you so and and i think many times this one says oh this is going to happen They go, oh my god that's exactly what they said that that's exactly how it happened yeah i wonder do that mean once again like you just said does it take away the experience because what you did is you just set yourself up in a certain vibrational frequency someone to come in to tell you how it was going to happen. So you went along in that frequency and didn't allow yourself to go, wait a minute, I might be able to change the outcome of that if I grow along the way. And that means not giving my power up to others that are going to tell me what my next week, month, or five-year trajectory is going to be. Because you, I think you set yourself up in a frequency for that. So those may come to be true, Mm -hmm. but... Were they supposed to? Do you know what I mean? Because, right, your mindset becomes very different as opposed to you know what. Let me just get in there. Let me see what it's going to be. Let me get that trainer who can help me lift the weight, but can't do. You know they can't tell you what the outcome of, of that thing. is. My, you know, is my chest going to look good by the time I get done that? I'm working on bench press. You could see. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> it's so funny because I'm thinking to myself, I know we've had this conversation before. but I know that I definitely need to work better at my chest and my upper arms. I know this. I know this about myself. We have to We have to. It's
0: everything. It's everything. I've been on this. <laughs> I've been on like the regimen of like you know getting the arms tight. It's like, okay, you know, I'm kind of a, uh, an old in, in my past lives. Uh, I've I've been the I've been a man many times in warrior lives, and if my Biceps. If I don't have that little separation here, and I look in the mirror, girl, I'm not happy.
1: <laughs> I I'm not was happy. Gonna finish your I'm sentence like, for you.
0: <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I'm like, it's just flat. Like, what? It's like I had this, you know, I was, you know, the the warrior walking around with, you know, the the hair, and the, I I loved it. I loved my man days. I I had fun. I did good things.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. Many can. women. I hope that you had the full experience. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I
0: had the full I had the full one. But it, it's funny, though, because in, in the gym, um, it was probably about three years ago, uh, I was I was there in, in the, you know, on my shaman side, looking at the, the lay of the land and watching everybody in their earphones and talking and, you know, in with the big weights and they're kind of walking from side to side and they're looking in the mirror and they're doing these things, and suddenly I was Thrown back to a training camp in some very far, a long ago lifetime, when all the same players were just out there training because they were getting ready to go into battle, Mm. and you know they've got the 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 you know I saw them as with the big barbells and they're picking them up and doing stuff. I'm like, oh, this is just these are all of those people who just were we were out there training and and, you know for for battles uh, to protect the villages and do whatever. I'm like, oh, I know you guys. That's why we're always like we get in the gym. We're like, oh, yeah, here we are. Again.
2: Yep, Yeah. I know. I and, we you are again. Yourself, and you greet yourself, right? And it's yep. so incredible. So I, I want to ask you, um, I have a couple of questions actually that just came from this conversation so far, which is, first of all, I think it would be really interesting to know your journey towards um, shamanism and just really, where did you, where were you, when when were you called and when did you answer the call and were they at the same time?
0: Wow, you have hard answers for me, to, hard questions <laughs> for me today. <laughs>
2: You're just
0: gonna throw me like the big, the big one, the big one. Okay, it's okay. I'm good. I got it. I got
2: it. I got I, you. I know you got it. <laughs> I got
0: you. Well, um, I just for I mean the, the, one of the more the first time uh, a recent time I am doing a show called Interview with Ed Ed Extra Dimensional. Uh, it's a show that's been on Gaia for a couple of years. Very fascinating show about channeling extra dimensionals, and I I channel through the Lyran. Council, the Lyrans, if you don't know anybody who's, who's watching, they're the great beings, the lion heads, the lion headed in the man body. They are one of the first and oldest civilizations, one of the most benevolent who helped to seed mankind. Yeah. And I had an incredible visitation about three years ago in real time. Not one of those, oh, I went in a dream sort of situation. It was like a a real-time situation. Yes, I was on my way to sleep, and then I was not sleeping and was transported
1: to meet the council and to get instruction. That was about three years ago. And in
0: the telling of the story for ED, interview with ED, of course, they asked me, the question where did you come from and my awakening into this whole entire world came at a very young age and I can say actually even before I was eight years old but what happened when I was eight years old opened me to the realization that there was a world outside it all that box that you talk about this thing but it just blew it open. And in my experience, I was adopted. My brother and I were in a family, went through a lot of trauma around bullying. We were mixed race kids brought up in a white family in a white neighborhood that was very country and very prejudiced. And so we had the whole name calling. We were also Jewish. I was actually a Jewish from my birth mom, and was to be brought up in a Jewish home. So my father who adopted was Jewish, my mother was Catholic. And so we also were at the school. So besides for being mixed race and having all that bullying, we also killed the Jews. We killed Jesus. Sorry, we killed Jesus. The Jews It was a big thing. You killed Jesus. And so we came with that. And the reason I'm telling you that is because this next experience that comes is what blew me open. My brother and I were crossing the street to get the school bus and he ran out and he was hit by a car and he was killed instantly. That next night. He came back. Because he didn't know that he had passed, he didn't know that he was gone. And this even happens with grownups when you work in past life realms. And even when you don't, you see this, that when people die very quickly, and especially children, they're confused. They don't know what happened yeah yeah and so when he came back to me up the stairs into my bed sheets raising all that kind of very real experience
1: yeah Yeshua was sitting at the head of
0: my bed now you have to understand I'm trying to understand why Yeshua would come because in my knowing in the box yeah. We killed Jesus. So why would he come? Like it's not I'm going praying, you know, Jesus loves me. Yes, I know songs when I'm little. We yeah. this is not what we were taught
1: at all. And I was in shock
0: because my brother had passed. He was my guy. We were in this thing together. And here he was trying to figure out why he had left, why he wasn't there. And then there's Yeshua. And the event must have gone on for hours, but we kind of floated to this place
1: mm.
0: where Yeshua was showing that he was going to bring safe passage to my brother. And there was like an anointing that happened. Like, know that we're here. Know that there's something outside that box. Yeah. You know, as we speak about today, at that point, I didn't have that verbiage or even that thought. But yeah. I knew that there was a protection that was otherworldly, that as I went through this life and my brother, as he left, he knew it was going to be hard for me. But for whatever reason, he had to leave. And it was just the most beautiful, beautiful uh, experience, very scary and beyond, you know, like sweating, I think, my <laughs> crying and sweating and, and just. trying to move through this but the beauty of that exposed me to everything so that when i came out of that the next day you know nothing looked the same my whole perception of reality even it was enough you know for for losing my brother that entire yeah uh, reality is shattered but the healing in it knowing that I wasn't alone, that there's something outside these realms yeah was what started me then. I mean, even as a kid, I was the one who was doing the healings. But I talk about working out and it's funny because my dad and not funny that my dad, but it's interesting in the mention that the next day my dad had a heart attack because of the stress of my brother, my brother's passing that mm. we almost lost him. But when he got out of the hospital, I opened one of his little army pictorial books. He was a lieutenant in the army, retired at that, you know, when he had adopted me. But I had these little army Air Force books, and there were these exercises, and I was kind of fascinated with them. And he had us doing exercises before, you know, he's an army guy. So, of course, that would be the thing cold showers for the kids.
1: (laughs) Of course. Yes.
0: And it wasn't some Kundalini thing. It was like. (laughs) You know what i mean kundalini exercises yes we're going to get in the shower they're going to wrap our heads it's going to be <laughs> it's like okay kids you have how long in the shower and now the cold water goes on and you're like dad dude like it's, seriously what yeah. house did i get adopted into <laughs> right but you know of course he was he was correct about those cold showers they kept the soldiers well you know and, yes i you know, didn't know it at that time but now it's like you know, this is this is the thing that you do but i got up at 5 30 in the mornings before school and got on those exercises with my dad to bring him back into health and when people had problems i was the one i knew the answers to help guide them and even then what we just talked about i didn't i knew enough not to tell them yeah i knew that i was a guide yes for this i knew that i was here and i was absolutely the odd person out yeah and I got used to being the odd person out. And I got used to all of all of that. So.
1: Walking in these shoes. For this many years. It's been
0: definitely lonely, but as I meet more and more people, especially as I meet people like you, uh, they're thriving because, yeah, I survived that for a long time and and, and, and other deaths. I had like four of a best friend and another best friend and then a fiance all killed like along my life, a lot of death trauma. But as I learn, for whatever reason, I'm pulling that experience. I signed up for it as a soul coming in. Okay, this time I have to experience like the most important people in my life being taken away. Mm. So are you surviving that? Yeah, for a long time I did. Yeah. But in the understanding of the soul agreements, that's when we thrive, because we go, wow, okay, this is
1: this is what I'm supposed to do.
2: I mean, that is, I was choking back some tears as you were sharing your story as well, because it is just so poignant and so powerful. And I mean, probably for most people, one of the most challenging aspects is that concept of life and death, but especially when it comes to our family, and um, reading between the lines of some of what you've shared, you know, this was your brother. yeah, And you had family, but he was like, family. Right. And so um, part of the journey that I think like so many that you you walked through was the one where it was like the level of acceptance of understanding that this is the, oh, this is what it is. Right? Is yeah. um, that?: exactly. Oh, this is it. Okay. No. and um, and really um, finding peace within that.
0: You know, know, as the teacher that you are, the practitioner that you are, the shaman that you are, I will call you the shaman because you are the one who opens the the way to see the way showers again in in that shaman is the becoming your own guru, your own teacher, your own own disciple, your own doctor of your own soul. You know that if a problem keeps showing up for any of the clients that we work with, if it keeps showing up, what is it? It's something we have to work for. It's a soul agreement. So if death keeps showing up and abandonment at that high level. So, OK, here I go. OK, all right. What are you doing this time, guys? OK, you're you're in for the master class course lifetime. I'm like, OK, cool. OK, let's start with the uh, let's start with mother abandonment. Yeah, I can. And she goes, OK, honey, I'm going to give you up. We're going to put you in a foster home. We're going to go to another home where actually they're going to brainwash you and tell you that you actually are white the whole time, except when you go to school, you're going to experience uh, another kind of thing, but you're not going to be able to tell us about it because we agreed not to tell you that you were white or that you were anything else. You're, you're just going to be white. You're going to, okay, got it. Okay, we're going to do the white thing, check. We're going to do the brainwash thing and you're not going to know who you really are until you're in your twenties. Got, okay, check, <laughs> cool. Death, check, check, cool. So I'm thinking, what did I do? <laughs> what did no. I do? I must have done some shit to, to, to get into this because it's a big one. But when anything keeps showing up at that level, these are all things that we sign up for and the other players, my brother he's mm. going to go, OK, all right, hon, I'm going to do this thing I know it's going to be hard. You're not going to remember what it is. You're not going to know Yeah, we're going to do this thing. Yeah, you're not going to know.
2: But you bring up something that I think is really important. And and because I, gosh, I think that one of the things that's interwoven in, um, in some of our healing and spiritual communities is this concept of like, what did I do to deserve this? And right. And so, you know, we can call it victim shaming, we can call it blaming, we can but but it takes us into that cycle. And it's interesting, it's been coming up a lot in a lot of um, the sessions that I'm doing and, and just in, in, in life, right. Uh, in, in just the walks of life that I am always so excited to be able to on some level cross journeys with. And so three times this week, just this week in today's Friday, now you're the fourth where we've talked about the concept of the lesson, mm-hmm. right. And I do really believe that we are all here to learn we're all here to to because you're speaking about the infinite right so yes. that portal that that yes. that that knowingness whether it's the third eye the first eye whatever we want to call it that knowingness is really just that tapping into the infinite and we have to be of the right mindset to be able to understand infinite and what that really means right yes. and um but so when we when we're leaning into something like God or uh, the universe or Source, um, then understanding the concept of purity of love of truth and of wisdom, then we can lean into the idea of the lesson, right? Because it's not a it's pure right? It's a it's a it's a light of heart. It's a it's a love, right? But we and it doesn't matter where we are, whether we're in the US or we're in a different country. This idea of the lesson, it comes from human to human, right? Where we're being, we're basically having to perform to this level of perfection. And if we don't, we're going to be graded. And we're gonna be told that we did something wrong and we experience pain and so on and so forth and we're getting graded and then the lesson and then that keeps us paralyzed, right? Because then we think, well, gosh, I'm responsible for all of everybody else's pain, which goes back to the all original idea and concept of the true, that true nature of what's in the soil of shamanism, which is just every soul has its own journey, right? Right. and own growth. And so this one client I was working with earlier this week, you know, we were talking about the patterning of maybe something that continued to show up kind of like what you're talking about. And um, they can be hard and heavy. I mean, life and death, and love all intertwined, right? Um, Holy moly, I mean, you know, that's a lot. And it means that your calling is great, right? However, when we have this element of suffering, that's also going along with it, um, you know, it can be really challenging. And so this, this individual has experienced a tremendous amount of trauma, and traumatic experiences in their life, and from a very, very young age, like you like me, like many of us. And um, so we were talking about this patterning, and they were like, Oh, my gosh, I didn't see it, what's the lesson? And they were like, because they were like, let me figure out the lesson so I can get it perfectly so I can get it right. Because I want something outside of me to let me know that I'm doing okay. And I said, you know what? How about we look at it this way? Maybe after all, it's not a lesson. How would it feel in your body to just think about it being growth? How would that change the next step that you take or if you would take a step? And they were like, it would change everything.
0: And this is why I love you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're just changing, changing, changing verbiage on us. Like, but that's, but that, that's why you're you're the thrive, because what you just said, you know, that's exactly why the growth is the thriving. The lesson is like you kind of the surviving you kind of eh, that, that, that word brings a lot about lesson. It's like, OK, what lesson what lesson did you learn? What did you survive and supposed to growth is what how did you what's the thrive? So that's perfectly said. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, there's no perfect. But I just
0: from... well, it's pretty I mean, it doesn't get too much better. It's just growth <laughs> and thriving because that's what we have to do. And it, it, it's so true that whatever is showing up over and over that that is our growth point. It is our yes. growth point, and oh. it is what we signed up to have our souls grow with. Because whatever whatever part that you weren't able to integrate, that soul part, in either in this lifetime mm. or in a past lifetime, many times they come from the past, yes. um, and they follow us into. That's the growth point. Yeah, that's what we need to grow. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and I think that we're in agreement that we're really we're our souls are here to grow. Right? They're here to grow, to flourish, to be in their full expression. And, um, and that's probably why when we were like, I see you over there. And I see you over there. I think that that's one of the things that we really acknowledged is that there was this flourishing that was occurring, right, very different looks very different. Right. But at the same time, at the core, it really is just gross, and
0: they look really similar to me. I was like, "There she
2: is! <laughs> Get over here! We we're supposed to be out in the playground,
0: like aren't we? Going on the seesaw or something?" I
2: know. You know. We definitely yes. Like, oh no. my gosh! Get
0: over! Come yeah. over! Get over here! <laughs>
2: yes, 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 yes. It's true. It's true. It's true. Like, oh,
0: you know the, the the the, and of course this is where, and again our work comes in, and where all our experiences. So that, yes, we're studying, you're studying. I know you're very well studied in, in your things. I am well studied with, in, in mystery schools and shamanism and healing and hypnotherapy, past life progression, et cetera, et cetera. Blah, blah. But the real is the real experiences you go through because you can't get that from the textbook. You know, that that's only like they're like addendums that help us to grow with the knowledge that we know. So yes. when you are coming with the seeded wisdom because you've been through experiences and you can then you know lock them together with the the education part and the experience part so you come into one that's when you can walk in 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 the true teacher shaman shoes and i have had many you know iterations of times that i wasn't able to heal beyond the trauma like mm. uh, where it broke through the body where the emotional i had a brain hemorrhage in 2004 which led me into a very interesting path but it was growing up with the stress the ulcers the bleeding ulcers migraine headaches constantly because of this abandonment that i didn't you know remember of course that i signed up for this path and you're not supposed to because it's like how how are you going to thrive it you know and get to the next step and so brain hemorrhage that just busted through and I'm here and I thrived it I like that because I also don't love to put myself in the category you know like people say I survived breast cancer there's t-shirts I survived this anytime I've seen that I haven't liked that because it's like it really gives you the notion that you're hobbling along instead of I'm here you know I overcame that yeah I just I just saw a Orb fly by I don't know if you saw that. It was really <laughs> cool. It was like this orb that just went there. It was very cool. But that led me on such a journey
1: mm.
0: of healing those wounds yes. that I didn't realize I hadn't healed because I'm just, you know, you just moving on to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Yeah. And yeah. but it it was incredible because it led me into a world of uh understanding crystals at a higher level and I I was able to heal with a crystal skull was actually on the history channel. It very cool. I, I saw um, that. On, did you yeah. see that?
2: That was incredible. So anybody who's watching, where can they find that? Because I know that there's, it's, uh, they have to watch that. Because but, you
0: know, I actually haven't watched that whole thing yet. I, and I want to actually do a little edit on it and put it on. Uh, it, it happened like right before COVID they filmed it. And then it kind of got lost in the thing. And then, then it started coming out. It's on William Shatner's unexplained show. Okay. And, but that was literally, um, you know, a leftover on how all of those incidences, the abandonments, the debt, like all the trauma broke through, Mm -hmm. you know, and then led me, led me in a whole other healing journey with Mercury and EMF frequency and understanding how that compromises the blood-brain barrier and when it's mixed with stress that's unresolved trauma and you have toxins like old mercury fillings in your teeth, how that can actually break through, you know, yes. your body. And yeah. so and then with the crystal. So even though, see that's the part where you don't just survive it, but where you thrive, where you grab all these incredible pieces of wisdom and teachings and carry on. And that's when universe goes, she's got it now. What's yeah. the gift? She's got it. There you go. She's got it. She's got to keep moving on. You know,
2: yes, yes. Because like you said, it's not about the brokenness. It's not about it's not about surviving something. It's about transmutation,
1: Perfect.
2: right? And so. First of all, there's so many things. Uh, I want to share something about 2004 that we have in common. Ooh. I, I want to speak into this, this one aspect, which I think you highlighted really well, which is this created focus for you in an area that you really weren't 100% clear on at that point in your life. But the wisdom that needed to come through from your cells, from every atom of your being was given the breakaway point to be able to do that. Mm. And when it did, while it was definitely not easy, and it was definitely something that um, I don't think anybody would want to have to go through, nor would I want you to ever have to go through that again. However, being on the other side, you are a bigger and greater expression of your true health. Yeah. Right? Because your health on the physical level, on the spiritual level, on the energetic level, on the emotional level, and the mind, because everything is mental. Everything is mental. Right? So it's not a coincidence that that was in your brain. Right?
0: You are correct.
2: So, um, but the interesting thing is, is that in 2004, I had a stroke girl. Swear to goodness. Wow. Swear to goodness See? from exactly the same culmination wow. of all of these other things, abandonment and abuse and, you know, from sexual trauma to psychological trauma to, you know, all of these different aspects. Right. Wow. Um, and so and every time I showed up in front of a doctor, they were not informed. Right And so they they they, like you said, put you in a box, and because then that helps them to feel like they're helping you.
0: right, exactly
2: or not, which point. is basically like, well, I don't know, there's you know it's your fault that you have X, Y, Z, or whatever it is. It's like, well, I don't know about that. Like I just have, I'm willing to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so show me a person who's gone through trauma, and I'll show you somebody who can do anything.
0: Yeah, beautiful,
2: right. So, um, so it's really, really deeply rooted how sometimes we're, we're we're really made to feel shame over our experiences, which is, which is something that I'm really passionate about changing the, the, um, the dialogue on, but, but all of that to say that, like, Amazing. it's uh, like, we have such, there's just such synergy in mm-hmm. the, our experiences. And I, and I really, truly, the more that I talk with people, the more that I see these similarities. So Which makes me trust God and the universe and source and Mother Earth that much more to know that it's growing and shifting and changing has helped us to be able to grow and shift and change. And the more we resist it, then the more we potentially are not we're not really in true alignment, right? And then we're not thriving, going back to the beginning, so full circle back to the beginning of our conversation. So um we have
0: to have a a brain. Thrive party, you. Yes, <laughs> in 2004. Yeah. No, but congratulations for moving into all of what you're, you've moved into with, with that, and, and like you said, mental. The brain is everything, and I, I'm, I'm, I like to consider myself a high intellect in, 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 in the fact that I love learning and higher learning, and I'm always yeah. researching. I mean, so the brain to me, yeah, it's everything. The directed thought as to why we're even here on planet is a single directed thought that we needed to get here. I, it doesn't get more mentally empowered than that. It's, an, it's, an, it's a miracle, you know, it's a miracle we're here because of thought, because of thought. So to, to feel that you might, that might be under any kind of uh, diminishment because of a stroke or a, an aneurysm is, that's scary stuff because everything operates right there, right? You know. I think, you know, one of my one, one of the um, also one of the the things that I love to do in my practice is uh, the Shaktipa, which is that, you know, actually the touching when people are right here that actually whoosh, and it mm-hmm. blasts open like I had a um, blast open the, the pineal gland and that, that's actually a real thing. I was years ago, I'm trying to think of what date it was, was long ago. It was like, in, it was after the, uh, maybe 2006. Yogi Raj, I went to an event. Uh, he is trained in the schools of Babaji, Sri Yukteswar, Yogananda, like these greats. And he was here from India and he was holding a, some kind of a, a conference that I went to I didn't know much about him. But in the end of his conference, he's such a, an amazing yogi guru type. He we went up and he touched our us right here, you know, of course, with our permission. And some people had blasts like wall. And I didn't really feel anything necessarily. But it wasn't until years later, because again, it's like I wasn't ready actually for that mm-hmm. I, I see, you know, because mm-hmm. it was, you know, like. And I see people out there that are just really having this experience, and I trusted it, but I really didn't feel anything until mm. I did. <laughs> and that I did.
2: Until I did.
0: Until oh I did. And, and so, one of the big things, but he activated in many activations that I do, there was something activated in me, again, with the anointing that comes along with all the different experiences. It's like this big, mm.
1: incredible
0: thing that you're cooking up. You got here and here, you got this from this yes. year, and all of the things
1: gave me the ability to do the same. And when we work on past life,
0: pineal gland activation opening, and I have people, we go through a whole um, exercise on how to find that yourself. Yeah, And then this every time is pretty fun. And then people get to see on their own what it is, you know, through an assist, if you will. So it's an assist, a yeah. gym assist. <laughs> so I'm not telling them what it right. is, but I'm assisting them to see what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's very powerful, very, very powerful, very fun, very fun. It's so
2: incredible. And your work is so powerful, um, Phoenix. Your, your work is really, truly powerful and so needed and more and more needed now than ever. So, um, mm-hmm. gosh, I'm just so grateful for you and all that you do. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, Definitely, I want to ask you one last question, which is, um, what is it that you think that is most important for all of us who are relating to what we're sharing right now and kind of are going through some tremendous mm. um, growth? Um, <laughs> yeah. What What would you What would you want to offer? What would you want to offer either that you wish that you had known or maybe that, you know, that you think is just really. Is channeled that is meant to be
1: said right now. Yeah, um, I think that. It's overcoming the fear of death. Yeah. That's the bottom line. It's it, it, it really brings everything back to baseline. If we overcome the fear of death, we are thriving
0: in every way because you really understand the infinite, the eternal, the immortal essence of the soul. And then you're not afraid to express anything. You're not afraid to look out outside the box. And then, of course, everything outside comes to you when you're not afraid. Yeah. It shows up and it shows up miraculously. It's when you have those synchronicities that you go, Wow, there's no coincidences. Yeah. That person showed up on this path at this time and I needed this. And if I, and that's because you let go. And when they let go and you don't have the feeling of a fear, and mostly we're fearing death, like in this whole situation that we're going that's going on right now on planet, everyone's afraid, you know, afraid. What, what, so what if you got it? Most of you are going to get better. It might some it's going to be hard. Yeah, some are going to go into the next iteration of who they are out of body. Yeah, but for the most part, if you drop the fear and I think that's why you know, a lot of times people don't understand the fear. Well, but it's it's happening and it's yes, yeah, but it's the fear. But if you move beyond the fear of death, mm. everything's trumped. You're like, I'm not I'm not afraid of anything. I'm like, you know, my, my next Instagram post is going to be that wonderful already. You know, Joan of Arc or Jean d'Arc, you know, I'm not afraid. I was born for this.
2: Mm. I love your Instagram post, by the way. I just I there's so they always just speak right into me. It's just like oh, they always land exactly where I need them to. And I just I'm so grateful for for your capacity to be able to um, to find all of these different ways to be able to help people feel like they're home. Mm, th- thank you. And you, too, as well, home feeling home. That, and that, that's that's our biggest thing.
0: So if we overcome the fear of death, then you're always home. Yeah, you're never abandoned, because that really is the bottom line, of course, you know, is the dying is like its ultimate abandonment. Yeah, it's the ultimate in abandonment.
2: It's so it's so interesting. Now that you're mentioning this, it's it's I see it. I see that message loud and clear from you. And this conversation has been so incredible. One of the things that I'm so grateful that I didn't really understand I didn't know. um, Part of what you've had to move through in order to be this beautiful, full expression of yourself now. And I'm so grateful that you chose every single step that you did.
0: Mm.
2: But the, the aspect of not fearing death, I think is so powerful. And I think that it's definitely something that is important for us to put a bookmark in for sure and allow other people to really put that bookmark in and always be mindful as they're moving through their lives. At any time that they see that something is coming up that that they can at least give themselves that moment to greet themselves in that and be okay with the fact that that might be what they're doing or might be what they're experiencing, but that may not necessarily be how or what they need to believe in that moment. And they can change that and they can shift that. And oh, what a world it will be if we do that.
0: We're doing it. You know what is going to happen. I I I'm rooting for humanity that we're gonna make it happen this time. We have to make it happen this time. We're slated on the books as a collective.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I know. And actually, we're we're actually, I want to honor your time. We've been having this, if time has flown by. I always say that, but it really does, it flies by because yes, I just have such incredible people who I get to share space with and you are no exception. And this has been such a wonderful conversation. No. So I'd love to have you back again. And I'd love to talk about, you know, what it is that we're, what we're slated for, because that's a, that's a whole other conversation that I want to really give some space to, because I think that um, once people start to understand and really start to expand their um, awareness, then that's going to be the next step of what they really want to come into.
0: I love that. I would love to come back because we are slated for and there's such a big conversation about that. And wow. I have so many, so many, so many things, and I'm, thank you so much again for having me on Thrive.
2: Gosh, I just—it's been such a pleasure. And so, I just want to make sure you have um, coming up on Gaia the Ed.
0: So, interview with Ed. I'm not sure if it's going. It it has been on Gaia for the past couple of seasons. I'm oh. not sure if it's going to be on Gaia or another platform, but oh. it you can find it on Gaia now. I just um, we did the show and they're going to release it soon. And so we'll see what platform. But I'll let you know where it's going to be. Absolutely.
2: Yes. Yeah. And just I would say that the best way to be able to find Phoenix Rising is on Instagram, the official Phoenix Rising. (laughs) And uh, honestly, yes, 100 (laughs) percent,
0: 100 percent. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for when we meet in person because we're going to do it. We're going to have like a thing going we're gonna to we have are
2: going to have a thing guess what i'm coming to los angeles in september You? what's when in september um well i know i'm definitely i have an event on the 18th but i will be i'm trying to figure out where i'm going to be um, toggling the other days that i'm going to be there so okay uh,
0: well, we have to maybe we can do some something in person kind of event or something oh, oh. That's what I'm thinking.
2: we're definitely going to talk about that. I mean,
0: Let's that. do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to work. I have to work with you. We're, we're supposed we, to do something. We're supposed to do stuff together.
2: We definitely are. We definitely okay. are. So okay. all right. Oh, thank you. I absolutely adore you. I love you and I appreciate you taking the time to um, talk uh, with me and have this conversation. It's been just absolutely beautiful and I am not surprised Uh your story is moving and touching and I think so relatable to so many people. And we need to hear more of that. We need Mm -hmm. to hear more about your experience as well. So um until the next time. Yes. And I want to thank every yes, absolutely. It's always see you soon. It's always see you soon. And Mm -hmm. until the next time. I want to thank everyone for watching today and to make sure that you continue to tune into this YouTube channel, as well as the thrive with Sharon podcast and make sure you also jump platforms on over to Instagram and join the official Phoenix rising for her beautiful posts. And also to watch out for some of the different events that she has coming up. She is constantly rolling out different events and different activities. and master classes um, all of the time to serve. So uh, please make sure you go ahead and check her out. So until the next time, much love, peace.
0: Peace, babe.